Good morning and welcome to episode 23 of the Elevated Life Podcast. I am Noelle Cuero and I'm excited to talk about the law of attraction today. The law of attraction. This is a topic that sometimes turns a lot of people off uh, because they don't necessarily know what it's referring to maybe or maybe they remember the movie The Secret or the book The Secret that was popular like 10 years ago, 12 years ago. Uh, and that was a turnoff maybe for them or maybe they loved it. But the law of attraction, unbeknownst to most people, is really just a belief system and a way of thinking. And that's really, in essence, what it is. It's a way of aligning your thoughts and your beliefs so that you can create whatever it is you want for yourself. So the law of attraction really goes back to the early 1900s when it was sort of coined the phrase. One of the first people to really make this whole way of thinking popular was Napoleon Hill. And if you don't know who Napoleon Hill is, he wrote the some best-selling books back in the 1930s, the first of which was Think and Grow Rich. And this book was based on his own research of the most successful uh, men at the time. And what he did is he, he wanted to research how did these men become so successful? What were the what were the underlying similarities that all these different men at the time uh, had that allowed them to become so, so successful? So he spent several years interviewing and, uh, you know, getting to know some of the wealthiest, most successful men of the time, you know, including Rockefeller and Carnegie and Getty. And these were, you know, all uh, steel and oil magnets at the time. And anyway, if you've never read Think and Grow Rich, it's a phenomenal story. In fact, what I like best about the book, it's in one of my top 10 favorite books of all time. What I, what I like best about the book are his personal stories of how he overcame a lot of adversity in his own life, especially when it came to his own son and other things he went through. That's actually what were some of my favorite parts about the book, but I've read the book many times. And in fact, there's study groups revolving around the book, Think and Grow Rich. It's still one of the best-selling books to, of all time today. It's still just as successful today as it was back in the day. And by the way, there's a lot of YouTube videos where Napoleon Hill, uh, who became very, very famous and successful on the speaking circuit uh, at the time, in the 40s and 50s and 60s, uh, and there's lots of videos on YouTube actually of original footage of him speaking, and he even made educational videos. So I, I, I really encourage you to look into Napoleon Hill if you never have. Now, maybe you know all about him and maybe you've already read Think and Grow Rich. Uh, but I want to talk about the Law of Attraction because these philosophies permeate, permeated his books and basically any thought leader, any motivational speaker and m many of the most successful people that you could ever imagine follow the principles of the Law of Attraction, if not based on learning they do it almost innately. And that's what Napoleon Hill learned when he was when he was 
researching and studying all these successful people back in his time, he learned that there were a lot of common denominators amongst the most successful people in the world. And by the way, I don't refer to success as money personally. I don't identify somebody as, I don't identify a successful person as having money. I identify a successful person as living a life that they truly desire, as living a life they love that makes them happy, being surrounded by love, doing things they're passionate about, giving back, sharing their happiness with others, traveling, uh, not under too much stress. I mean, those are things I deem as, as successful, personally. Uh, being able to set goals and reach them and, and feeling passionate about things. So there's lots of things that define success for me and how I look at somebody as successful. I absolutely don't look at somebody as successful because of how much money they earn. In fact, uh, that has nothing to do with it for me personally. Money ends up very often being a byproduct of a, this way of thinking. Because when you start to realize how to create what you want for yourself, money very often is uh, flows into your life much easier, and it become and it builds. It becomes like a cumulative effect when it comes to attaining money or financial gain, which is fine. But that isn't what uh, I mean by success. Because I know plenty of wealthy people personally who have lots of money, and they're not happy people. They don't live happy lives. They're very stressed out. They have a lot of anger or hostility or unhappiness in their own life. They're not surrounded by love per se. And anyway, I, I don't deem that as successful personally. So when I talk about the law of attraction, it's if you understand it as a belief system and not as some like hokey pokey, you know, far-fetched, uh, ethereal way of, you know, some weird philosophy that that isn't exist. Think about it as a way of thinking, a mindset. A belief system because that's really what again what it is uh, our beliefs our thoughts are what create anything and everything we want and I do believe we have the ability to design and create any type of life we want for ourselves at any given moment any 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 minute we want to start so let's say you grew up in a household where there was a lot of negative beliefs which is for common for many, 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 many people. Many people grow up in households where they are, their parents are always talking about how they could never afford this and they could never get this job and they will never be able to go on that vacation or, or, you know, those people are the ones with the big houses or the fancy cars or those people you know, are healthy, we're not, we're, you know, or they're, they're in shape, we're, we're fat, you know, that's just in our genes, that's what we passed down, that's, that's our, that's unlucky for us, uh, whatever it is, it can be a million different examples of uh, sort of that stuck way of thinking, and I don't like to label it as good or bad or better or worse, because, you know what, it's, everybody's way of thinking serves them at that time in their life but when you learn more or when you know better maybe it's time to try something new so what I mean is if you don't know another way of thinking and you've never been exposed to it I, I understand that it's very hard to to believe that you could create anything else for yourself if you've never 
been exposed to it. Now, on the other hand, there's people who grow up in environments where they're taught anything is possible. They see their parents achieve lots of things. They see their parents achieve a lot of happiness and they hear the language as much more possibility oriented or much more positive belief oriented and therefore when people grow up in those environments they tend to you know they tend to place less restrictions on themselves because they didn't grow up with a lot of restrictions that their parents placed so maybe their parents always went after that job or tried a new business or bought things they wanted or went on vacations or just created lifestyles for themselves that were what they wanted as opposed to what they don't want and so the law of attraction basically is the the there's a whole process to understanding the law of attraction and i'm going to start digging into that in the next several episodes this is just an introductory overview of of the beginning stages of understanding the law of attraction because to really practice and get good at the law of attraction you really have to kind of study it and dig into it like anything else you can't just skim it and then master it that's not the way it works practicing the law of attraction beliefs system for yourself requires you know consistency and effort and diligence and like all things that require that you it like all things you want to become successful at you have to do them over and over and over to master them and and learn them and really experience it but i will say when i started practicing the law of attraction for myself many 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 years ago uh, i realized i had already sort of been doing that for most of my life and i think the first time I ever was aware of the law of attraction in motion or that was unfolding for my own life was long before I knew what it was called. I didn't know there was a name for it. Uh, I just referred to it as manifestation, but I didn't realize there was like a name for what I was naturally doing in my own life, which was I would kind of put my mind to something that I wanted or that I wanted to achieve and then next thing you know uh, it would I would do it I would I would it would unfold so no matter what it was whether it was a boy that I liked who I thought maybe would never like me but I I really wanted to get to know a certain boy or whether it was a car that I wanted or a place I wanted to go or a job I wanted it was I was constantly manifesting things in my own life and I realized that when I wrote them down because this is what I would do I had a journal as and when I was a teenager I kept a journal and I would write things down that I wanted and I would you know and I don't want to say I would become obsessed about them because it wasn't that's not the word but I would definitely focus on them and I put energy towards it and I would you know I guess take the necessary steps and put them into action to achieve what I wanted um, and so I, I was getting affirmations at a very young age that I was able to accomplish and achieve what I wanted for myself and I didn't even it wasn't even overly conscious I wasn't overly aware of it uh, but I was doing that I was doing it over and over and over again for myself and at the same time what I noticed is when I would be upset with somebody or mad about something or angry about something I would not get 
what I thought I wanted. In fact, I would very often get the opposite of what I wanted. And I also would notice that. And, you know, going through life, there have been hundreds, if not thousands of situations in my own life where I've definitely not gotten what I thought I wanted. That's absolutely happened. That would be lying to say I've always gotten everything I thought I wanted. But what you think you want and what you really need and desire are actually very different. And that's what you learn when you start practicing the law of attraction. Sometimes what we think we want in the moment is not actually what is for our best interest or our higher good. And even though you think it is, and, and it's not until you look back and you go, now I know why that didn't happen. Now I get it. Now I know why I didn't. I didn't get that or I didn't go there or whatever. So you do have to trust that the law of attraction and the law of the universe is always kind of working in your favor. And even though it's working and by working in your favor, you're not always going to get what you immediately think you want. However, you can create what you desire. You can. You can manifest what you desire. You can create what you want when you start learning how to do that. And one of the first things to do in practicing the law of attraction is to become clear on what you do want as opposed to stop focusing on what you don't want. Now, most people, and I don't use that term most, I don't use the word most loosely. I'm, I really do mean most people. Just think about how many people you know when I'm about to say. Most people focus on what they don't want. They focus on what they're afraid of, the worst case scenarios, the things that scare them, the things they don't want to happen. Just think about your parents or grandparents, you know, and think about some of the conversations they have with their friends. Like, if, do you ever, oh, have you ever overheard elderly people talking in a restaurant about all the terrible things going on with their health or the doctor's visits, the medications, the surgeries, the person that just died, the friend that just died, the friend that just got diagnosed with cancer. I mean, these are the conversations that many people focus on and that's just one example. Think about your own parents when you were growing up and did they worry about you and did they always say be careful you know I was worried about you I didn't know where you were I didn't think about I thought that this could have happened to you you know what what if this what if that what if this now that's those are examples of people passing on their own the, what they learned those are people our parents, our grandparents, or friends, people we know, they're just passing on what they learned. They learned how to worry. They learned how to think about what if scenarios and usually worst case scenarios. So that's what they've gotten good at. So their brain automatically goes to these what if scenarios very, very effortlessly. And I mean effortlessly it's like their brain doesn't have to do any work to think about the worst case scenario and I have conversations with people all day long about what if scenarios and I've done I've mentioned this in several podcasts because I talk about this all the time that people don't realize they're spending so much of their amazing thinking time and thought power to to think about what they don't want and worry about what they don't want 
as opposed to focusing on what they do want. And just imagine the energy that frees up in your own life when you take all that what if thinking and you turn it into to creating and knowing that you're going to create something you want manifesting something you want so I like to take all that what if thinking and focus it on what I do want so a simple little exercise if you're beginning to study the law of attraction is to wake up in the morning and at first just be grateful you know just be thankful find five things to be thankful for sometimes it's hard to be thankful for things when you're not happy I mean I know what it's I know what it's like not to be happy even though I don't usually stay there for very long it's very fleeting for me but of course I've been unhappy at different times I just don't stay there some people stay there some people stay in their un unhappiness for long periods of time and unhappiness feeds on each feeds on itself like a like a virus unhappiness feeds more unhappiness anger feeds more anger and guess what happiness feeds more happiness <laughs> it works it works in the converse too so if anger feeds anger and unhappiness feeds unhappiness happiness feeds happiness and passion feeds passion and it just works the same way but most people learn to feed their unhappiness and to feed their scared fearful thoughts and many people spend mo most of their day in fear fearing uh, fearing worst case scenarios fearing something going wrong fearing somebody getting sick fearing uh, waiting on a, a blood test result that could meet that could be, re result in a bad scary diagnosis most people feed on fearful thoughts during the day they feed on them and they don't even realize it so they're taking all these thoughts and instead of creating what they really, really desire and want, they're just feeding into the fears of the unknown or the worst case scenarios. And it happens a lot with people when in regards to their health, as you, as you know. I mean, maybe you're one of those people, you're always thinking about the worst thing that could go wrong with your own health. You know, so-and-so got diagnosed with cancer. What if that happens to you? So-and-so has this autoimmune. What if that happens to you? I mean, people are very, very a little obsessive about this stuff and they spend a lot of time worrying and thinking about it. So one of the suggestions I give is in the morning when you wake up, just starting your day being grateful. Even Again, even if you're not happy or you don't really feel like being grateful, it's still an important exercise to find five things you're truly grateful for that you could really see the beauty in. And by just starting your day like that, you're opening up the doors for more positive thoughts to enter your head. And another little exercise is to write down what you do want, what you really want, whether it's you, you're, you want your children to get along you want to you know be debt free you want to 
buy a new sofa, a new car, you want to go on a trip with your family, you want to change, you want to look better, you want to change how your skin looks, you want to lose weight, you want to have more muscle, you physically want to feel stronger, whatever it is. I mean, I have no problem thinking about things I want. I really don't. No, even though I have so much and so many great things that I love and appreciate and, and have created or gotten, that it's never ending what I, what I want. Because very often it's things for other people or I want somebody else to feel something or have something or I want to give something to somebody or it's, it's endless what you can think about that you want. So I really recommend after you write down things that you're grateful for and you do need to write them down, writing them down exercises another part of your brain and it's very important to write things down as you're saying them and and visualizing it but not visualizing it like a picture pops in your head I mean visualizing it like you're feeling it you really feel that feeling I mean you really feel that feeling of what it feels like to have whatever it is you're, you want I mean, everybody knows the feeling of driving a brand new car, or most people know that feeling of getting even a car, a used car, but it's new to you. Everyone knows that excited feeling you get when you get into a brand new car for you and you're just driving it and you put the stereo on. And I mean, that's one of the best feelings in the world, at least for a lot of people. It's just so exciting and fun and you just feel like a kid and you could go anywhere and do anything and the possibilities are endless. That's why I like using the car analogy in any way. I'm a car f fanatic. I love cars. Uh, but I love that feeling. You know, you get a new car and you just just appreciate it so much because you know the work that went into getting it or you know the, the things that you accomplished to get it. And it's just a fantastic feeling or even a new house or a new place to live or a new new outfit to wear that you get excited about that you feel really good in anything anything write down what you want write write down what you want write down 10 things so the first exercise is you're going to write down five things you're grateful for some people have a hard time thinking of five things believe it or not they really do especially when they're not in a good frame of mind but even when you're not in a good frame of mind, it's important to write down five things. And then after that, it's important to write down 10 things that you want. You really, really, really want. And maybe you've been wanting these things for a long time. A new job, a new boss, more money at work, a raise, whatever it is to, to you know, go out with this person you have your eye on. Or it could be so many things. So write down what you want write down what you want and start focusing on what you want feel what it feels like in your mind when you have what you want when you're getting what you want feel that feeling that that excited happy feeling of having something you want maybe it's just to get along better with your friend or to resolve some 
contention with somebody or forgive somebody. I mean, there's so many things we can categorize as things we want. They don't have to be physical things. So they can be spiritual and emotional and all sorts of things. So write down 10 things you want. And after you write down 10 things you want, like I said, focus on them, think about them, visualize them, get clear on them, be pretty sure these are things you want because when they start to come to you, you better want them. You better want them, don't reject them. So that's the first step. Get clear on the things you want. Be grateful for the things you currently have. Acknowledge all your blessings first when you wake up. I mean, really acknowledge them, believe them, appreciate them, talk about them, share them with people, tell the people in your life how much you love them and care about them, the people you do love and care about. And then write down 10 things you want that you're clear on. Now, as the day progresses and the negative thoughts creep into your head as they will do, especially they're gonna happen a lot because you're new at this. So if you're new at this, the negative thoughts will creep in a lot. They're gonna be abundant. And those negative thoughts are going to be thoughts like, I'll never, ever, ever be able to get that job that I want. Or I can't believe there's all this traffic. What an idiot in front of me. I can't believe they're driving so slow of all days that I'm late. Or I wish I wasn't so fat. I can't believe I didn't lose any weight and I've been trying to watch what I eat. Or I, I'm so tired. I didn't sleep well last night. I didn't get enough sleep. and Or my stomach's really upset because I ate that thing that always upsets my stomach. Or... I hope I don't catch the flu that so-and-so has that sneezed all over me yesterday because I really can't afford to be sick. I can't afford to take any time off. Or I hope it doesn't rain because then I won't be able to go to the outdoor concert that I have planned later and then that would ruin everything and I won't be able to get my money back for the tickets. Or, well, you get it, right? So I could just give you hundreds of examples of negative thinking or let's phrase it differently let instead of saying negative thinking let's phrase it as thinking that isn't serving your best interest thinking patterns that are not serving your best interest or creating what you really want now here's why people don't get what they want and I know you already know the answer why do you think people don't get what they want they don't create the life they want for themselves why do you think because they don't even know what they want. They don't know what they want. They haven't thought enough about it. They haven't been become clear enough on what they want. They aren't clear and they and they don't want it badly enough even if they had an idea of it because if they did they would have created it. You know how like when we really want something, let's say it's something simple like we want to go to that restaurant for lunch because we're craving that sandwich and we got to get that sandwich and that's just like the best sandwich in the world and we have to go there for lunch. You're going to go there for lunch. 
I mean, you're gonna make sure you get to that restaurant for lunch no matter what, because that's easy to do, A, and B, nothing's gonna stop you because you're craving that sandwich and it's all you can think about. And you know how good it tastes and, and you just love it so much. Now think about those feelings attached to that sandwich that you, you wanna go to that restaurant and you're gonna go to that restaurant to get it. That's exactly how the law of attraction works. Now, there's definitely situations in everybody's life that they could think of where they got what they wanted. They didn't let anything stop them from getting what they wanted because what they wanted was so important and what they wanted was gonna make them feel a certain way so either happy or excited or like they were achieving something or something. Think about all the situations in your life where you have gotten what you wanted. You have created what you wanted. You have manifested what you wanted. Think about those situations and rem remember, that's the law of attraction at work. That's creating what you desire and want for yourself, even though they may seem like uh, trivial scenarios to you looking back. Maybe some of them were big things. Maybe it was a college degree that you never thought you were gonna be able to get and you made it happen, you did it. You, it, you know, you, you or you went to a college that you didn't think you'd be able to afford to go to and somehow you you afforded it. You, you got the loans or the money or the scholarships or whatever, you made it happen. That's the law of attraction. That's creating something for yourself. Now, those the law of attraction isn't reserved for one-up occasions or special occasions or, or rare circumstances. The law of attraction is not for rare circumstances once in a lifetime. The law of attraction is working for us 24 hours a day. Now, the only difference is we're either tapping in or we're not. We're either tapping into it and believing that it's ours for the taking or we're, we're not. And that's all down to beliefs and training our thought patterns. So something you can do today after listening to this and after doing the first two things, writing down things you're grateful for, writing down what you really want, visualizing, feeling it, imagining it. After you do that and you go about your day and the negative thoughts creep in, or let's, again, let's say the thoughts that aren't serving your greater interest, your higher interest, when those thoughts creep in, what you're going to do is catch yourself. You're gonna snap your fingers. Snap your fingers, literally snap your fingers out loud. Catch yourself and say to yourself, ah, 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 what do I want? What do I want? Think about your list. Think about your list the 10 things you want, the 10 most important things you want right now. And just go to number one, number one on your list. And that's what you're gonna focus on. So in the moment when you're thinking of all the things that could go wrong, immediately bring your attention to something that could go right, which is on your top 10 list, what you really, really, really want and desire. And that's where you're gonna put your focus, Your your attention, your energy, and you're gonna understand that that is something you're gonna create for yourself. That is just the beginning of the law of attraction. That is the tip of the iceberg. Now, 
what starts to happen when you start creating things for yourself and you start practicing this way of thinking is you start to notice miracles that that occur now miracles occur every day for all of us it's just whether or not we see them whether or not we are tuned into it whether or not we even recognize that it's a miracle but things are getting aligned for us all day long they're working in our favor all day long miracles are being laid out for us all day long it's the problem is most of us don't see it it's not on our radar you know how like when you hear a word for the first time or what you think is the first time and then all of a sudden somebody says a word and you think you've never heard it before and then all of a sudden you start hearing that word all day long you hear everybody saying that one word or you know what I'm talking about or you you hear something mentioned that you've never even heard of before and then all of a sudden you start hearing it on the radio and on the TV and then it's not because it wasn't being said before it's not because nobody was saying it and it, not because it didn't exist it's because you weren't tuned into it and the minute you heard it and the minute you heard it for the minute you heard it really heard it and is now when you are tuned into it now when now you can actually see it and feel it that's the way miracles work so miracles are happening 24 hours a day meaning they're being they're being aligned for your greater good all day long it's just you're you're not necessarily recognizing them and you're not tapping into them but here's what happens when you start practicing the law of, of attraction you as things start aligning for your greater good more frequently and your thoughts start changing over more frequently and more effortlessly you start to notice miracles unfolding constantly not once in a while but all the time and and I mean true miracles like things that start happening for you that you can't believe are such blessings um, and not even for you always for other people for other people around you and because this isn't about being selfish me 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 what can I do what can I have it's it's a belief system that spills over into every aspect of your life into every relationship and everybody you care about so it, it actually allows you to be more selfless and 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 less selfish this whole process so this is an introductory beginning beginning on the law of attraction I I'm glad I could discuss this with you for a little bit and I hope it was interesting inspiring educational informative um, and that's the goal so if you have any questions or comments just leave them wherever you heard this podcast whether it was on iTunes or the elevated life podcast.com and as usual you can go to the body reach out to me and uh, with any questions comments opinions and um, I would love to hear from you. So I hope you have an amazing day and stay tuned for the Law of Attraction series to be continued tomorrow's podcast. Have an amazing day. Thank you.